This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, we are back here again with April Nyman, who is the executive director of the Arts Council for Anne Arundel County. And it is that time of the year. Everybody needs to go to ACC.org and get your tickets to Paint the Town, which is the wonderful gala that's coming up on May 13th. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I, you know, a little bird just told me that you're celebrating a, uh, not you, but a birthday. We are. The Arts Council is turning 30 years old, 30 years of service. 30 years. Okay, so that's that's back in the 90s. 93. Holy mackerel, that's longer than I've been down here. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years. That's awesome. So what, what are you guys doing to celebrate it? We are celebrating by reviewing the history and looking back at what made us successful and grow the arts through the county. Well, I'll tell you, the arts continues to grow. And I mean, we, we spoke about a year ago, and every time I turn around, there's something new that I, I discovered. My, my discovery last year was the South County Something Lab. Yes, the um, Soco Lab. Yeah, South the Soco, Lab. Fabulous. I mean, they had some, you know, when they first opened, they had the pottery, mm-hmm. and, they, and I, I took a deep dive up to our neighbors up at the north. At the, uh, I'll call it, you know, Maryland Hall Light type, you know, <laughs> yeah. but the uh, Chesapeake Arts Chesapeake Center. Chesapeake Arts Center. And, you know, Donna is just great. Um, it's, you know, the arts community is booming. And I will say that I think that um, with Jackie coming in at Maryland Hall, I think that was just a great get for the board to find her. Oh, absolutely fabulous. She's been a welcome addition, and with she's fit in with all the other leaders. We, we just have an amazing group of leadership in the arts, I think, at this point. Well, you do, and, and you guys all are young and energetic, and you, you take the ball, and you run with it. I mean, you, you make it happen. We do. We collaborate. We, we talk to each other. We work together. It's just fabulous. Not a bit of competition going on at all. Not, no, I think that everybody's on the same page, and we just want to make this a vibrant arts world in our area. Well, as we mentioned last year, I think somewhat spurred that was when Mayor Buckley painted the front of his, his restaurant. And uh, obviously, it spurred him to be, you know, become involved uh, civically. But as I look around, I mean, the murals are popping up left and right, the, the public art that's out there, the different organizations and the different businesses. I mean, it's not all necessarily nonprofit organizations, but there, there are businesses that are out there. And Anne Arundel County has really put a huge stamp on the Maryland map as far as arts go, I think. I really have some brand new news. We are now number two in the nation for per capita funding for the arts in Maryland. So it's quite an honor. Wow. We have support statewide and locally. We're very fortunate in Anne Arundel County to have the support we have. Well, one, here's, here's a quick question for you that uh, a year ago, we had a first lady that was just an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was an artist herself in Yumi Hogan, and she was just a great supporter of the arts. She saw her at pretty mm-hmm. much every art event that was out there. Um, we do have a new first lady now in Dawn Moore. And I didn't always see, I saw her at the film festival and I imagine she is probably also fairly artsy, but she comes from a political business kind of a background too. Have you had any? Actually have a meeting with her this week and um, she is, she's just lovely and I think we'll carry on the legacy of the arts and she knows how important it is to the state and to our area. People don't realize it's very easy to sit there and uh, overlook art or not to take notice 
of art. But when you do, you do realize exactly how important and how critical it is to the well-being of, you know, it, it, you know, it could just be a stupid little sculpture, you know, the pinch pot that your kid made in second grade that sits on your desk. Okay. It's not fine art by any means, but you know, that's got some heart meaning to you, but I mean, it, it brings joy to your life. And, and that's the way with pretty much all different forms of art. Absolutely. People really, they don't realize sometimes how much it enhances your life. During the pandemic, people turned to online classes. They had a lot of extra time. People were cooking culinary arts. They just had a lot of time to explore, but the arts were there to support them and get them through the hard times. I will say that it didn't support me. I bought a guitar during the pandemic, tried to learn how to play, and I still don't know how to play. So that was just... <laughs> but it was probably fun just sitting and strumming. And, it, it was. I can strum. My, cat, my cat runs and goes, What's that noise? And, <laughs> and think about all the music you love. And that, that, that is true. But you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, people picked up different hobbies. I mean, people were making bread and, and, and certainly painting and, and pottery and, and the different mm-hmm. things that you are able to do when you can't go anywhere else <laughs> other than out there. But let's talk about your gala because I imagine if you're in your 30th year, this is going to be a big one. And this is Paint the Town on Saturday, May 13th. At the Weston, starts at 6.30 with cocktail reception, and that reception is going to include lots of artists. You can actually join in painting a mural, a small mural, and then we'll be entertained all evening long. Have a wonderful dinner. We have a great film coming out that talks about our history, and then we'll end the night with pressing strings, playing the night away and dancing. Pressing strings is great. I know. They're, We're they're, so excited they're, to have a local band. They're fantastic. And you say you're going to have a movie about your about about your thirty years and your past, your present, and thirty years. It's it started back in 1993 with um, the county executive Bobby Neal. And he allocated money for the arts. And it was a, we started out as an agency of the county, but within the first year became a nonprofit. So we could accept other funding and it's just grown from there, taken off. Was that, but the reason that you were spun off as a nonprofit was to be able to get more money. I mean, obviously, I think you'd probably be pigeonholed and say, okay, well, fine, here's your $100,000 and we can give you 110 next year. And that's, and Absolutely, but through a nonprofit, we can then apply for other grants, and it's benefited us. But however, the county still supports us. We're still located in the county building, and they give us plenty of support. Well, we do have a lot of good administrations, both on the uh, city, the county, and the state level, that are are supportive of the arts, and it's it's a wonderful relationship, I guess it is, that they have with the city, with the uh, county, with the people, and certainly with the uh, Arts Council. Absolutely. Uh, We actually collaborate often with them. The county has run the big mural project last year that's on the side near the Gotts Garage of their building. That was an unbelievable mural, and that was sponsored by the county, but we're their partners and, and bring the artists together and help them. Well, I know Sally uh, Ren Comport also did uh, some murals inside the council chamber last year as well. So. Absolutely. And that was a very special project. The, the county felt they need to look at their history as well. And Sally put together a wonderful rendition of parts of the county and the people that work here. And so that's in there for them to enjoy. And for the council members to sit there and look and realize who they're who they're actually working for when they're, when they're sitting up there on their on their dais. So we've got outdoor cocktails at the Western on May 
May 13th. We have dinner. We have dancing. We've got a wine pull I saw. So you can purchase that initially. You've got to buy that in advance, right? Nope. That night, you can just pay, I believe it's going to be $20. I won't, don't quote me on this, but, um, and then you can possibly get a $50 bottle of wine. And so we'll have several of bottles of wine at a higher price and you might get really lucky. I think that's a Maryland thing. I had never heard about a wine pull until I came down here and they're like, hey, you want to do a wine pull? I'm like, well, what's that? Yeah, what's that? And it was, uh, well, we've got cheap wine and we got great wine. And you buy a ticket and you get to pick one. But every every bottle would be at least worth twenty. At, le- with at us. least worth the twenty bucks that you pay. A- absolutely, but it, it is it's very popular in a lot of places because then everybody goes home with something. Right. Um, will there be an auction this year? Raffles. Absolutely, we'll have our auction, and we have lots of wonderful artwork from lo- our local artists in the auction, and it's going to be very exciting. I love all the pieces we've gotten and want to take them all home with me. Your house is not big enough. No, not enough wall space. <laughs> That is for sure. Well, I'll tell you, what's new with the Arts Council? Anything new that's happening over the years? I mean, obviously, you've been gearing up for the big 3-0. We um, have had expansions in several of our grant opportunities. Uh, we um, This year, we'll have a strategic grant round that we have has just closed for our existing organizations. They could apply for something that would be a game changer to their um, organization. Some of them need an executive director or some extra support, or they need something in their building that will help them operate better. So that it, that round will be looked at by our grants committee soon. Okay. Well, you guys are such a great resource. And I, I do know that you're in the process of your, your granting um, period. And that's... Uh, and you even take it a step further. It's not just like, hey, we've got some money we want to give out. You say like, hey, we've got some money and We'll give you some clues on how to get it. <laughs> so, and you, and you do are offering sessions on how to apply for. Obviously, it'll be the grants that you guys have, but also grants elsewhere. I mean, there is so much money that is out there for folks that are looking at it. And one of the things I worked with the Great Give several years ago mm-hmm. and the Community Foundation, and one of the things that I noticed is that there were so many nonprofits that were doing wonderful work. But they just either weren't big enough, didn't have the the bandwidth or whatever, so it was falling short of that. And I think that's just wonderful that you're able to turn around and say, hey, this is this is how to do it to help build everybody up. Well, we look at ourselves as a resource, and we have a resource page for artists that says these regionally, these opportunities are available for you to apply for murals or other opportunities in different counties. So we want to make sure that they have the knowledge. And most of it comes to us, so we can definitely put it on our website. We also have the trainings. Anything We try to survey all the organizations every year through, with our site visits and say, what else can we do for you? And some of them need board training. They need different skills. So we try to always listen and then react and make sure that they have those tools. Well, I will say that in any number of ways, uh, the county administration has taken leaps and bounds to help 
small businesses and organizations. I know uh, your neighbor to the, I say to the north, but like one, mm-hmm. one floor up, but the Economic Development Corporation has a program where minorities, and you can define it as, as you would like, as, as women, as black, as mm-hmm. Hispanic or whatnot, they go in, they learn how to operate their business or their organization more efficiently. And then in the end, after a six-week boot camp, they get a $5,000 grant to do with whatever they want. That's um, amazing. Which, is, which for some people is absolutely life-changing. It is. You look at some of the organizations that in town, I mean, you've got, uh, there's a women giving organization. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's Chesapeake 100. Mm -hmm. uh, Impact 100. And, you know, this is, you know, where they all get together and they say, hey, we want to make one donation of $80,000 or, and and transformative gifts that are available here in Anne Arundel County. It is. Uh, It's a very generous community and everybody wants to be part of the giving and transformation of a community. It takes takes a village, as I say. But we also, um, when you were talking about minorities and we have our, we'll have our second annual event for DEIA. And we had our first one at Chesapeake Art Center last year through a, a grant from ACDS. And they funded us to have a full day of programming for arts organizations or the nonprofits that they could come and listen to talk, to talk about hiring practices and board building and how we do these things in an equitable way and make sure that we're, we're all on the same page. We have a fabulous speaker coming in this year. And um, it's, it's going to be a wonderful day up at Chesapeake Art Center, and it's a free day. It's full day of programming, and we had probably about 150 last year. Hope to double that this year. And again, the DEI is a... You know, is an aspect of running an organization, running a business, or being part of any organization or business that really has not been on the radar um, for many, many, many years. Sadly, um, but it, it, it's time, and it's it's a wonderful resource. And you guys are a resource. I mean, if you look at the website again, acaac.org, uh, you've got help wanted ads, and it's not for you; it's for who may be hiring in the arts world. Uh, you've got the different listing of the galleries and your partners, where to go, the venues that, that you can do. I mean, if you are looking to do a, an exhibition, you can find a place to go. And you've got the in- integration that we're seeing. We're seeing the libraries inter- integrate. You're seeing churches integrate. I know that St. Martin's is doing a uh, transformative icon uh, exhibit. Yeah, which is just going to be absolutely fantastic. And you know, you also highlight these people. You do the Annie Awards every year, and that's your that's your second big event, I guess. That is. Sense. That's that's our big event, and we talked about that today. It's over 20 years old that we've um, honored and recognized significant contributions to the arts in the county by individuals. There's so many that do so much, and everything from a lifetime achievement to a teaching um, and arts and education. So we, we try to honor all of them, and that's free and open to the public in October at Maryland Hall. And that's always a, uh, I want to say a sellout crowd because it's not a sell, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's always a full packed house there as well. What I love about it is that I know nobody behind it for the most part. I mean, these are the people, a lot of them are behind the scenes, moving, shaking, and really making a difference in the art world that you wouldn't know. I mean, okay, yeah, we can sit there in some of the public faces on things and we can look at, uh, you know, Don Anderson, we can look at um, Jackie Coleman, we can, uh, you know, Jeff Huntington, you know, certainly is is out there in the public and, you know, Commissell 
as well that these are the names that are, but it takes a lot more to make it run. And you guys are the ones that sort of ferret them out and figure out how to, how to honor them. You, you're always surprised. You, you find out, you learn something about someone new in our community that we didn't know. And it's just a pleasure to come and, and get to know these, these recipients every year um, and the amazing things they do. It's funny, it just sort of triggered my memory when you're talking about that, but as far as how collaborative the arts community is, uh, we were speaking with Commissel Brown, who was one of the co-artists on the large mural on the Arundel Center with Cindy Fletcher Holden. And when I was talking to him, he said that he was not a muralist. Uh, and what it was, was Jeff Huntington's piece on Trade a Kid that he did right out on Forest Drive to honor uh, was Commissel's friend. said, hey, you know, that seems something really cool. And now here's this guy that is doing murals in Louisville. He's doing them in Harlem. He's, you know, he did the Arundel Center and it's just taken off. And I, um, I did make a bet with him too. I said he wouldn't be here very long. He's going to, he's, well, he's going to fly and you're going to see Commissel doing artwork all over the place. Being creative. And he's actually on our board now. You're not going to hold on to him for long. <laughs> we'll keep him uh, while we can. <laughs> Lock him up when he when he when he when he gets here. Just sort of chain him to the chair and just keep him keep him there because he's he's just a great advocate for the arts. And I mean, you know, he was uh, you know and, and a partner purchased Art Things, which was looking to sort of go by the wayside, and they're resurrecting that as Art House over in Maryland Hall. Mm-hmm. And I know he's got plans to expand that in other markets as well. You know, there's a guy that's hit the ground running, and he's got a backstory that probably for many people would never have seen him take that trajectory so i know the arts really transform so many lives um we have a young ambassador that will be at our gala his name is noah and he came to the film festival or the film camp this last summer and his mom called and she really said he he really wants to be part of the film camp but didn't have the money so he, um, we provided money for the scholarship from the arts council and filmsters was able to take him in this year and he fell in love with it this the kid was so talented and amazing and so he said it this meant so much to him to be part of that camp and get the scholarship he wanted to speak on our behalf to say you should give money to the Arts Angel Scholarships. And so he'll be at our gala. He'll stand up and speak to the crowd and let them know what it meant. That's awesome. Local kid? He is. He lives in Laurel. Awesome. You know, it's you know, like with anything, that if you've got a little spark, you've just got to, you know, blow on it a little bit, let it let it grow, let it fester a little bit, and you can see some incredible talent that comes out. And I I've talked to several people in, you know, more like the social social work kind of world that you know with parents and you've got kids that are in you know in public housing that are just in in bad situations uh, i was talking to taylor piles who runs the blue ribbon project it's just a little just a little bit of spark let's give a little bit of nurturing uh, and and we see that when we grow our plants we see that when we trigger somebody i mean you know commas i'll use commasal again but i mean you got this little spark about a mural by some guy that's been painting murals forever and now you know, in a matter of four years, he's got his thing. You've got Noah who turned around and said, hey, this sounds like really cool. And it did. It's, I mean, it gave a little more than a spark. And now he's... And know. now he's acting in, on stage and some of our other organizations and just continuing his work. And we have so many kids like that, that, that the spark is there. They get some funding to support them attending and then go. It becomes a career. 
Right. April, are we any more artsy than other counties in Maryland? I actually met with the other counties in Maryland last week. Are they jealous? I think so. Okay, but, good. But <laughs> um, they, they're always in awe of some of the things we do. But they, they have a lot of creativity there. And we do meet and talk about our similarities and trade ideas on a regular basis. Okay. So, so you're not willing to throw your throw your counterparts under the bus? No. Not, not no, yet. No. <laughs> not, not but yet. I'm very proud of what we do here. And I've been here, this is my 16th year, and love every minute of it. Okay, well, we do have an awful lot of public art in Anne Arundel County, and it's growing probably as we speak. Uh, actually, I know as we speak because they just opened, you know, just opened the one up at the, uh, the Sculpture Garden at the Bush Library. Of the public displays that we have, what's your favorite? Oh, that's a tough one. Sometimes, usually, it's the most recent. But, yeah. um, do, you, do, you, do you have one, or is that just... Mm, I mean, I, I know I, I yeah, do. Yeah, I... I can't really say I have a favorite. I like them all for different reasons. We're even working on one in Glen Burnie right now that we'll hopefully we'll start this summer working on a sculpture as well. So okay, I, was, I wasn't a fan of the the whale bones in the circle on on West Street, <laughs> um, or the the hot dog roast, or whatever you wanted to interpret that as. Um, but I do love the glass crab up at BWI. Oh, it's fabulous. That's such a memory for everyone that goes to the airport. Art really enhance everything, but Well it does. When BWI is the the you know, one of the largest airports, it's to be able to see what we do here. Uh, when you get off of that plane is is pretty impressive. Well, they they view their airport as a gallery as well. They um, actually donated the international area to the Yumi Hogan Gallery. We sit on a, a panel to jury all the artwork and get that in there, but they're so supportive, and they want to make sure Maryland artists are recognized. What are we missing? I think just making sure that you show up for Paint the Town and sign up for our newsletters online so every week you find out what's going on it is a robust newsletter every week you can get it by email and look to see you know what am i missing you can sign up for specific parts of our letter so you always get you stay informed or for everything that's awesome what type of art would you like to see come into anne arundel county that we don't have or that we're light on i guess or is there something i mean i mean there's so much that's here i mean you know you look at the uh the Mitchell Gallery, which is no longer called the Mitchell Gallery, it's called the Elizabeth Myers, Mitch, Mitchell Myers, mm-hmm. Myers Mitchell Art Museum, Museum of Art. Yes. And, I mean, when they reopened that with the, the blank walls, and, you know, Peter Nesbitt was saying, you know, I'm coming in with a blank slate. Here's my blank gallery. And everybody was able to draw on the walls. It was fabulous. Yeah, just dream. Dream um, and open up. but. We we have wonderful galleries, fabulous artists, and performances. I mean, we have professional companies that are here that present the ballet, the symphony, the opera. So, I mean, how fortunate are we? And, and that, that's, that's a misnomer that a lot of people have, is that this is like, oh, Frank that knows how to play the tuba down the block is jumping in on the, you know, is, is working out with the symphony this weekend. Now, these are professional musicians that you've got. And between, uh, you look at the Classic Theater of Maryland, you look at the ballet, you look at the symphony, you look at the opera. These are professional musicians. These are the ones uh, that may very well be up on Broadway or in New York or in London on the West End or wherever 
performing worldwide. And we have it right here. We're just a fortunate, lucky community of the arts. And um, it we actually, the Arts Council gets to go out and have site visits with all these grantees and see what they do. We get to go sit and watch and or listen to their rehearsals. And what a treat. And then talk to them about how they're doing. And it's great. How much do you guys give out in a year? Do you know? Can you tell me? Yes, absolutely. Um, in a normal year, during the pandemic, we were able to give out closer to $2 million because of federal funding that we received through the county. But on a normal year, it's just under a million dollars. Again, still pretty transformative. It is. Because there's other other different ways that they can get that. And uh, wow, that's amazing. Um, Paint the Town, Saturday, May 13th, 630 at the Westin Hotel. You can get your tickets and you can actually pre-buy a wine pool uh, at acaac.org. And... There's also up in the upper right corner of that website, there's, I think it's a gold-colored button that says Donate. Feel free to click on that and make a contribution to the Arts Council of Anne Arundel County. And get out and support your local artists. I mean, we you know we make that joke about the starving artists and stuff like that. I mean, it, it is a tough business. I mean, it's not, uh, nobody here is uh, Ansel Adams or, you know, Fran Leibowitz that has a, has a summer house in Tahiti or something like that. Um, and one of the best ways to do that is to go out, support them, look at, look, listen, feel, expose yourself to their work. And art comes in any number of different ways. And people have, are so creative with what is and isn't art. I know since moving here, my eyes have been opened up. Uh, there was a guy, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but they held the Fringe Festival here at one point, And he was spewing red wine onto canvas out of his gap in his teeth and you walk by and you go okay what a freak and then you walk by back go wait a minute that's a picture of lincoln that's amazing (laughs) amazing and he's been you know and and he's sitting i'm like now this guy has the perfect job sit in a window drink red wine and spit it on canvas i mean how good is life um but art comes in so many different forms and get out there and experience it and open your eyes when you're driving down the road uh, take a look, especially in Annapolis, Maine. We're heavy on murals. Uh, they pop up all the time. Uh, I know the one that caught me by surprise, too, was down at the uh, Fleet Reserve Club. And I think Ellen Moyer was sort of behind that one. All of a sudden, it was sort of a mosaic tile that showed up there. It's like, oh, where did that happen? And we've had a privilege of funding, having part of the funding for most all of these. Right. Fantastic. ACAAC.org. April Nyman, again, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on 30 years. And you've steered it. You said 16, so you've steered it for the majority of this. Yes, thank you, John. It's been a pleasure. Well done. (laughs) Well done. Well, we will see you on the 13th, Painting the Town. Thank you. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.